Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everybody. Shep Hyken here on Amazing Business Radio, now on the C-Suite Network. Very excited about our interview today. In just a few minutes, we're going to be talking with John Rossman, who has written two books, and one of them is called The Amazon Way, 14 Leadership Principles Behind the World's Most Disruptive Company, and the other one is called The Amazon Way on IoT, the Internet of Things. And these are 10 principles that every leader from the world's leading Internet of Things strategies uh, can, can help us out with. The great, great books. I've, I've uh, dug deep into the 14 leadership principles, and I just received the Amazon Way on IoT. And IoT, the Internet of Things, that is a fascinating topic to me. Um, and, and I want to learn more about what John's take is on it because uh, you'll hear me ask him specifically about it, but everybody thinks the Internet of Things is an object like um, a thing, the thermostat on your wall that's controlled by your iPhone going through the Internet, or perhaps your watch, your Apple Watch that gives you all kinds of information and, and gets your email, but it's so much more than that. But right now, let's talk about Amazon. And why do I love Amazon? Well, think about it. In the beginning, they were just an online bookstore. And uh, everybody uh, in the book industry didn't think much of them. And then one day, oh, my gosh, what happened? And major book retailers started struggling. Uh, As a matter of fact, some even went out of business, some of the biggest book retailers, because they didn't see the Internet retail industry coming on. And I love what... um, Jeff Bezos has done with with really business. He has taught us all to take a look at things, to not um, – you can't disregard innovation. I mean, it's there. And if you're not looking at what everybody's doing, you're potentially going to go out of business because somebody's going to figure out a way to do something better, quicker, faster, sometimes more economical, or more, perhaps it's more convenient. And what Amazon was no, known for – for years and years and years, and still has the reputation of being very low-priced, if not the lowest price, Amazon's now a competitively priced company where uh, their prices are typically on the lower side. And, you know, you do your shopping, and then you realize you get your free shipping. Uh, and if you are a member of the Prime program, which, uh, you know, this is not an advertisement, although if they want to pay me, that's fine. Uh, big fan of paying $99 a month for free shipping on virtually anything I order from Amazon. And I'm talking things that would cost $100 by themselves to ship. I've bought a computer that I know costs $25, $35 uh, to ship to me. I bought a big, big bike rack. Um, This thing must have weighed, I don't know, 75 pounds uh, when I first got it. And it came in, you know, not only was I remember ordering it on a Sunday and it showed up on Monday. And I thought, wait a minute. That's faster than two-day shipping. That's one-day shipping. And how much did they charge? Well, it was part of my Prime membership. So Amazon has figured out a way to do things a little differently. Uh, This book has different leadership principles. And when you start to read the different principles uh, that Amazon has put into play, uh, obviously, uh, number one, obsess over the customer. Uh, Managers take ownership of the results. They invent. They simplify Um, I can go on and on, but uh, number 14, delivering results. I would imagine that any leader has to 
deliver results. But at Amazon, the stakes are high. The margins are thin. It has to be done right. They have to constantly push the envelope to get to get better and better, more efficient, and keep their their customers uh, happy with uh, competitive pricing, yet at the same time offer services that are that, that, that's what makes them competitive. Anyway, you can tell. I can go on and on about Amazon. Love the company, and I love what we're going to talk about with John Rossman. So don't go away. We're going to be right back. And when we do, we've got John Rossman, formerly with Amazon, and now with A&M, a uh, management company. And we'll, we'll talk more about it. You'll learn more about it in just a moment. So we'll be right back. Don't go away. If customer service is the new marketing and content marketing is one of the hottest marketing trends, then it makes sense that your customer service and experience strategy would include a content marketing strategy. Delivering relevant content, not blatant promotional content, is part of the value that you can bring to your customers. You can become an influential voice in your industry, which creates more leads, loyalty, and brand recognition. And that's where PowerPost comes in. This solution will help you be more organized and efficient in the way you publish and post content to social channels, websites, blogs, email, and more. And the team at PowerPost can provide consultation and services to help your brand evolve into a modern-day marketer. Turn your company into a publishing machine that adds value to your customer's experience. Learn more at www.powerpost.com. Digital. That's www.powerpost.digital. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio, and I promised you another amazing interview, and you know who it is, John Rossman, formerly with Amazon, who is the author of the Amazon Way book series, The Amazon Way, 14 Leadership Principles Behind the World's Most Disruptive Company, and the latest one, which I just got, which are 10 principles, uh, or the Amazon Way on IoT, 10 Principles for Every Leader from the World's Leading Internet of Things Strategies. And so I'm kind of excited about that one, but really... As you know, at Amazing Business Radio, we talk about great things related to customer service and experience. And this guy, John Rossman, is the man. He was with Amazon a number of years ago, and he was involved in building out their third-party program, which we'll talk about briefly. He is currently Managing Director of Alvarez and Marcel A&M, which is a global uh, professional services management firm. These guys know how to solve extremely difficult, complex problems. But today, let's just make it easy and welcome John to the show. Thanks for being here. Shep, thank you for having me. Well, we got a lot to talk about. First thing I want to do is quick little background on you and your Amazon experience because it's not small. It's huge. You were a guy in charge of uh, what is today uh, represents a huge portion of what Amazon does, which is supporting all of the third-party sellers. In other words, uh, you don't warehouse – well, you do warehouse quite a bit, but you don't, you don't manufacture. And say, you've got lots of people, even like me, who provides books to Amazon that sells them. I guess I'm a third-party. That's right. Yeah. So this was uh, quite a few years ago, but I got the opportunity to launch and scale the marketplace business, which is um, third parties selling at Amazon.com. And they provide the merchandise and control pricing. Um, Amazon manages the most of the customer experience. And as we were launching that business, our primary focus was on the customer experience. And we wanted buying from a third party to be as trusted as buying from Amazon, the retailer. And that was really our guiding principle. 
And, and I read about that in your book, but this is what else is cool. You just not only wanted to be uh, great for your customer, you wanted it to be a great experience for the third party, for the, for the uh, supplier as well. That's right. I mean, because, you know, sellers come in many different capabilities, sizes, needs, different categories. And so we, we really dug in and knew that if this business was going to succeed, we had to make it a great experience for the sellers also. And so we, you know, created segmentation. We got to know them very well. We were third, we were sellers ourselves and, um, we really put ourselves on a path to build great tools, great processes, great supports for those third-party sellers. Well, you've done a great job, obviously. Amazon is one of the big ones. I don't know. They're they're one of my favorite companies in the world. I must write about them and talk about them virtually every single week. So uh, you're preaching to the choir. And the first question I, I want to ask, though, is because it's like I looked at your interview topics, and one of them is, what makes Amazon great? Yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot of things that make Amazon great, and it's no one thing. But I think one of the things that makes Amazon great is that leaders there are empowered to make changes and to do the right thing. And they really try to avoid a mentality that says, well, this is my job. That's an issue outside of my job. So I ignore it or I leave it for somebody else. And so avoiding that, you know, not my job mentality is is just one of the long list of things that makes Amazon great because leaders are empowered to do the right thing for their customers. More than that, as I read through the book, one of the things I remember is something about a policy. Well, I wouldn't call it a policy. I hate that word policy. But there's the word no. Um, I'm not saying it's not in the vocabulary, but one of the anecdotes you had in the book had to do with somebody that was struggling and she was making decisions. Many of them were no decisions. And I think somebody said, hey, you know what? You're new to Amazon. This is the way we think. We like to think in terms of what can we do to avoid the word no? How can we make things happen? What are alternative ideas? Am I reading that right? Did I get that? I, I, I should. That, I've got the that, book in my hand. Right. I'm going to look through the table of contents and. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I know the story and the anecdote. And and the essence of it is is that um, it's easy for on, when you're dealing with hard, new, innovative concepts. It's relatively easy to to come up with the reasons why something can't get done. But the job of an innovator and the, and the job of a leader at Amazon is figure out how do we get to yes? How do we make something new happen? And I think that that mindset of like, you know, our job is to get to yes and is, is one that opens up possibilities. And, you know, Amazon, among many things, is a very innovative company. And they get there by forcing themselves to figure out, like, how do I create a better experience, get something done that hasn't been done before, and they're willing to solve hard problems and invest in order to make that effect happen. Yeah. And one of the things, and you talk about investing, I don't think there's a company that's invested more into the customer experience that Amazon has to the point of many people said uh, that they weren't going to make it. Um, I remember, and again, I'm not sure which of the books I was reading it in, but used to be Prime uh, was, uh, well, it wasn't that, it was free shipping. $100 $100 or more, you dropped it to $25 or more. And then obviously with Prime, it's free shipping if they order $1 or, or $5,000 worth of items. 
But right. It's it's it, it's hard to remember a world where free shipping wasn't the expectation, but that wasn't that long ago. Right. And and when Amazon launched it, they were called irresponsible. It wasn't sustainable. But you know, they again just focused as this is our marketing budget. And we're going to spend it on free shipping, which actually benefits the customer versus other traditional marketing. Okay. So that right there is a huge nugget. It's how are you spending your money marketing, and the options you have are traditional marketing advertising, um, you know, all types of things. Let's build a prettier website, which, by the way, for functionality and ease of use and customer experience is very important. But if it's all about putting ads and, and making things seen, you have taken the approach or Amazon took the approach, let's spend the money on the customer experience. That's the best marketing we can. Free shipping, phenomenal idea. Um, and and You know, there's a, a quote from Bezos just right on this, which is um, he's said that um, – advertising is the price you pay for an unremarkable product or experience right and so um i think that that philosophy of of like if if my product isn't differentiated enough where i have to really overtly advertise and sell people on it make it make it more of an experience make it more remarkable and you won't have to do as much marketing or advertising i love it i love it it's (laughs) what you know we could talk the entire time about how how it thinks about now we've talked about jeff bezos one of the things we all know, he's totally obsessed about the customer. And I saw a great interview recently, and we were talk, uh, they were talking to him about Prime and the membership. It's $99 today. Uh, and one of the things they asked him was, why all of the movies and television shows that they're now producing? What's the reason behind that? And I know this is after you've you know, left Amazon, but you may have some insight to this. He had a great answer, uh, but I want to hear yours. Well, Prime is, you know, started off as kind of a, a free shipping club, but today it, it's really a loyalty program, right? And once customers become a Prime customer and the value they get out of it, one of the things that, you know, that just makes for very low loyal customers. And the other thing is if you look at Amazon over time, they used to have to be an everyday low-cost retailer, right, where every day they needed to have the lowest price on their products. But today they're just a competitively priced retailer because the trust because the overall benefits of being prime are so substantial because you get your packages in two days or less and so it's really created this extremely valuable program and and loyal customer right and the movies according to him or or the or the tv shows are producing are really about giving prime members something other than free shipping to get excited about yeah, there's there's a lot of benefits. Um, in, in addition to the movies, there's all types of music content, mm-hmm. and all sorts of other things. But it really is about putting a moat around that customer and providing them so much value that they don't really need everyday low prices on the retail products. All right. So let's shift gears. Let's go back to customer service and specifically the word service, not experience. Years ago, it was very difficult to reach anybody at Amazon if there was a problem. It wasn't easy. And that quickly changed. And I read a quote that uh, Jeff Bezos said that uh, the best customer service is no customer service, meaning that if Amazon does such a great job, nobody's going to call to complain. The problem was that was great until they had a complaint. And the complaint most of the time didn't really have to do with Amazon. It had to do with a product that it was perhaps sold by Amazon, or maybe it was the shipping. It didn't show up. It was lost. And once again, it leaves the warehouse 
you know, who's in charge of that? Even though it might be UPS, FedEx, the post office, who does it come back to? It comes back to Amazon. So uh, the, the shift in the mindset of no services is the best service to we better make sure we're available anyway. Uh, do you have any comments on that? Yes. Um, I think they still maintain um, that philosophy that if if it's so a customer doesn't really want to have to talk to you what they want is they want their stuff and they want it to be easy and so you continue to be relentless about about having a great experience making the things that should be obvious and simple make them obvious and simple but at the end of the day you do need to be reachable because things do happen right and diff- and different customers have different um, orientation and preferences as to how they deal with you and so they have gone a long way one of their great recent innovations is on the Kindle HDX, the device, is they provide a a service called Mayday. And what Mayday allows you to do is press the app, a live customer service agent comes up in video, you can see them, they can't see you, and with your permission, they can access your device and answer all your questions about it, right? And so they really leapfrogged, I think, the worst customer experience around owning a device, which is, how do I get help for it, right? Right. And so, and so, um, while they are relentless about driving down the reasons and the and the issues that create customer contact, they also have facilitated new and innovative ways for customers to have that um, relationship and to ask questions. Right, and I love that in my comment when I first saw that quote, and then I, I actually wrote about it. What's really cool is that you know the goal is that we would never have to contact Amazon because the service is that good. But when you do, because there's a problem, it just reinforces why you continue to love to do business with Amazon. Yeah, that's right. And and it's all wrapped in, you know, what they call the A to Z guarantee, which is, you know, at the end of the day, whether it's Amazon, the retailer, or a third party, if, if you're having an issue, they'll refund it, they'll work it out with the seller, and, you know, they put customer trust above all else. Love it. So the book, The Amazon Way, 14 Leadership Principles Behind the World's Most Disruptive Company. Great book, simple to read, and you have a great offer for us, and I want to share it with our readers. If you go to johnrossman.com, and that's John, J-O-H-N, Rossman, R-O-S-S-M-A-N.com, forward slash A-B-R, you'll be able to download at no charge. That's called free, just like shipping when you have Prime. <laughs> you'll download a poster, a pretty cool poster, with all 14 of these leadership principles spelled out. And I think it's great. And, of course, you want to go to Amazon and you want to buy the books, uh, The Amazon Way, uh, The Leadership Principles, as well as The Amazon Way on IoT. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about the obsession of the customer as well as some of the uh, cool things that are happening in the world of IoT, which is the Internet of Things and how it's affecting and impacting the customer experience. We'll be right back. We've been talking with John Rossman, and this is Amazing Business Radio. Don't go away. Chef Hagen here. How would you like customer service training anytime you want it or need it, day or night? Well, with Shepherd Virtual Training, you will have world-class customer service training at your fingertips online 24-7, 365 days a year. Just go to www.shepondemand.com. Once again, that's shepondemand.com. And remember, always be amazing. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio. John Rossman, the guy is 
uh, unbelievable knowledge of one of the greatest companies of all, one of the biggest disruptors. I love Amazon. Uh, I can't tell you. I, recently, I was asked by a client, do you know anybody at Amazon that can talk to us about disruption? And I said, there's probably lots of people that can do that. But you know who might be a really interesting person to bring in uh, is somebody that runs a company that has been disrupted but then made it. Uh, which I thought was just kind of an interesting twist. But that's not what we're going to talk about now. We want to talk about the latest book that John's written, The Amazon Way on IoT, The Internet of Things, 10 Principles for Every Leader from the World's Leading Internet of Things Strategies. So, John, uh, share with us. You have a very interesting concept. Most people think of the Internet of Things is a, as a thing. For example, uh, right up front you say it's not the Apple Watch that's uh, on your wrist that's giving you all kinds of information. And it may not even be the Amazon Echo, uh, although I, when I think of Internet of Things, I think maybe that's kind of a hub. But you, you said it's more of a, of a network. Of a, uh, go, go ahead, share, share with us your thoughts. Yeah, so, I mean, on one level, um, the Internet of Things is, is the technologies that allow you to put a sensor on everyday products and be able to collect data and then make, you know, use that data to, to create improvements. And but an on example, level, by the way, so everybody understands an example of that is if you've got a copy machine and it runs low on toner, there's a sensor in there that could trigger um, a sequence of events that allows the copy, uh, the, the toner to show up on your doorstep the next day. Exactly, which is, which is, um, an example of the next layer of IoT, which is really about how do you create new experiences and optimizations for the people using services and products, right? And that's that's really what I try to do with the book is to bring to life the the principles, the durable methods in which putting sensors on everyday devices can help improve customer experiences, can help drive operational improvements within your organization and can be the springboard for creating innovative business models and new ways to go to market. Right. So customer experience, huge. We make it easier. And when it gives, it streamlines the operation for the business, it could end up becoming more cost-effective or allowing the company to focus more on the customer to give the customer what they want. And there's so much going on here. Give us some examples of, I know everybody thinks of these consumer items, but you had mentioned uh, during our break while we're quickly chatting that uh, B2B is big. Business to business is probably even bigger than business to consumer. Yeah, and some of these examples translate nicely, right? And so uh, a consumer experience one uh, that's one of my favorites is where Amazon is doing a beta scenario in Germany where they allow a customer to order an item, have it delivered to their Audi. The DHL delivery person gets the location of the car, a one-time electronic fob to open the trunk. They put in the item, close the trunk, the fob's stabled, and the customer gets a notification of the order delivery, right? And in so their that car. Multi- in their car, right? <laughs> Anywhere it's and parked. So- Anywhere it's parked, right? And so especially especially as more packages are being delivered and where theft of packages off of doorsteps is becoming a big crime scenario, that ability to have something delivered to your car is a great scenario. Well, in the business world, you have those same types of of um, potential items where, you know, you always go about things in a traditional way, 
but maybe there's a new customer experience that could be offered, right? Well, maybe it's predicting when you're going to be out of an item, or maybe it's predicting when, when an issue is going to occur, or maybe it's instead of selling um, um, the product, you actually guarantee an outcome, right? That's called an outcomes-based business model. IoT is really the baseline infrastructure that allows those types of questions to be asked and innovations to be to be conceived. Is behind the scenes, uh, if I'm going to sell based on the outcome, I have to have certain information from you. And sometimes it's real-time information that I need. And... Um, yeah, tip, I would say typically real-time information. Uh, and so if you're going to guarantee a specific outcome, it has to be like you're there and operating it, right? Well, the only way you're going to know exactly what's going on is to have all these sensors in your products and in the surroundings so that you can better guarantee the outcome. Right. Wow. Cool stuff happening. Uh, and it, it's amazing. When I think uh, you, you one of the, at the very beginning, you start off with the uh, – uh, life, what's it called? The life support where I've fallen down and I can't get up. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. Um, the name's escaping me right off the top it, the, uh, life alert, life alert, life right. alert. Yeah. Yeah. Now that was an originally, really, yeah. A Phillips product that was created. Is, is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just, it struck me as like, you know, that's not too far off from some IOT scenarios that are being, um, you know, done today and everything. Right. So what's happening now is that little sensor that's hanging around you that allows you to push the button. Okay, now you don't have to push the button. It notices that you've fallen. It notices that your heart stopped. It notices that's right. And and, and then it and then it automatically alerts uh, the doctor. And that if you have an echo, and we'll use Amazon Echo as an example, the doctor then through the echo asks, are you okay? So you can now interact with the Echo. It's unbelievable the way everything's being tied together. Uh, and you, you talk about sensors. and everything. But anyway, this is, this is amazing. And we could talk about innovation and how this is impacting customer experience. I want to get back to the original book uh, because um, there are 14 principles in here. And I wanted our audience to hear at least two or three of them. So what are your favorites? Yeah, so there are 14 leadership principles at Amazon. When I was there... They weren't written down, but we used them every day to make decisions, drive for better outcomes. And at some point, they wrote these 14 leadership principles. And so what I do is I just explain those principles, give some some anecdotes and recommendations on how you can consider using it in your team and, and in your business. And so the, the, the first leadership principle is obsess over the customers. I leaders, love that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, le- leaders obsess over the customer experience. They work um, vigorously to earn and keep customer trust. And although they pay attention to competitors, they obsess over customers. And what's most important about that whole principle is the word obsession. Like being mildly interested in something brings one type of result. But when you're obsessed about something, you're willing to do really hard things in order to, to achieve that, right? And so that word obsession is very important. And what it, it, what it does is it just sets a tempo that we are here to make the customer experience trusted and to make it uh, outstanding and to innovate in order to achieve a better customer experience, which kind of gets to another one of the leadership principles, which is invent and simplify. Leaders at Amazon are, expect- are expected to both invent new capabilities and to simplify things. And what's I think interesting about that is that they recognize that making things simple 
is as hard as inventing new capabilities. Oh, yeah. Simple it, doesn't mean easy. No, no, exactly. Simple takes really hard work. Like try writing complex topics out and making them simple to understand. And so really sweating the details on your descriptions, on your packaging, on your on the user interface of your products and services. Those are the simple things that really delight customers. So uh, when, when you talk about simple, I think of simple one click purchasing. Once you're in the system, boom, one click, I can buy it and it's shipped to me. That's it. I find what I want. Uh, that had to be very difficult to create in the first place. Well, um, yeah, I don't know particularly about about that particular feature. Uh, it is patented, by the way. But, you know, in my business, when we were dealing with third-party sellers, it was a very complex integration, right? Like these were – this was product data. It was inventory data. It was pricing data. It was orders, cancellation, shipments – all of the transactions there, but we had to make it both robust so that we could provide a great customer experience, but we also had to make it simple for sellers. And so we had that kind of dual pronged challenge. And so we worked extremely hard at how do you um, both explain it and create the operational supports to allow third party sellers with very little support to be able to sell and represent Amazon extremely well. And I think there's a byproduct when you make it simple for the seller in this case, you make it easier on Amazon having to support the seller. That, that, that's right. And you also reduce the number of issues that are going to impact customers because the sellers are going to do a better job at it. Right, right. So you had a third one. Yeah, well, the last leadership principle is deliver results, right? Um, mm -hmm. Leaders at Amazon are expected to deliver hard results despite dependencies and despite setbacks. And I think when you when you set that expectations that, you know, there is there is no choice, like there is no no, we have to get to success, we have to make these things happen, then you really set the the expectation for leadership to, you know, get things done. We aren't there to maintain the status quo. We're there to make change happen and we're there to to serve our customer and to grow our business. And, you know, leaders at Amazon know, and that's the best part of working at Amazon, which is you get to move things forward at relatively lightning speed. And that's what I work with my clients on is how do you create a culture and processes and an organizational tempo that improves the customer experience and innovates and drives for operational excellence. So I, and we can go on and on. There's 14 of these principles. And again, you can go to johnrossman.com forward slash ABR, ABR for Amazing Business Radio, and download the free uh, graphical, call it a poster, if you will, uh, that kind of spells these out. And I think you're going to want to get the book. There's no doubt about that. We have time for one last question. And everybody who listens to the show knows that this is when I ask the one thing question. Is there one thing you want to reiterate or one extra point you absolutely want to drive home and make sure that our listeners are aware of? Well, I think it's it's this, which is the customer experience is never done, right? And so if you look at Amazon, a company that's renowned for a great customer experience, they continue to, in both small ways and big ways, improve that customer experience. And so I would just say the customer experience is never done. And 
when you think of the customer experience broader than just your own product and services, but you really build the empathy and the understanding of the complete scenario that your customer is operating in, that will give you new ideas and innovative ideas on how to expand your business. And that's been the tried and true approach for how Amazon has grown from being a books internet seller to the conglomerate business that it is today. Yeah, and without a doubt, I think the most convenient company in the world to do business with, which goes back to one of the principles you talked about from both books, which is about making things easy, making things better. And uh, it's all about continuous innovation. It's all about obsessing about the customer. Well, John, I can't thank you enough for being on the show, man. You're, you're awesome. Well, thanks. I really enjoy the podcast and the conversation, and thanks for the opportunity. Well, thanks. We could have talked for hours, and maybe we'll have you back, and over time it will be hours. The book is called The Amazon Way. It's actually the Amazon Way series. You can go to johnrossman.com and learn more about it, or go straight to Amazon. And, of course, remember, don't forget to download the poster, johnrossman.com forward slash ABR. Thanks for listening, everybody. Until next time, Shep Hyken here reminding you to always be amazing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.